got my game face on, I'm feeling lucky If I play on defense, you shouldn't trust me I got my eyes on the prize, I'm feeling so alive I'm scoring me a win tonight I'm scoring me a win tonight Tim Legler was very uh, critical of what he saw from the Lakers last night, Stephen A. How about you? The word that comes to my mind is sad uh, because it's the Los Angeles Lakers and they're not going anywhere. Is shooting the Lakers' biggest problem? Well, it's one of them. What they did, what they did last year, is they traded out old guys that can't shoot and defend for young guys that can't shoot and defend. What's up, what's up, what's up, my L.A. sports fam? This is your boy, L.A. Ray, host of L.A. Courtside Podcast, brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network and sponsored by DraftKings.com and our newest sponsor, Raycon Earbuds. This is season number three, season number three, episode 110. Cannot believe I've been doing this for three years, been having a blast, baby, giving you unbiased perspective on L.A. Laker and L.A. Clipper basketball one of the things i'm doing a little differently in season number three is my intro song as you've just heard now normally you guys know i start off with some old school joints as far as the music goes opening it up with something from way back in the day Uh, but this particular time i'm going to leave the opening as the same song as you just heard that artist her name is alexis and it's that song was produced by Jay West of Jay West Entertainment in Detroit, Michigan. But check it out. Just because I have an intro such as that, you guys know, you absolutely know for sure, I'm still going to be pumping the old school jams just such as this one right here. Give me give me give me a little uh give me a little volume on that DJ right there. That's not the Humpty Dance. That's just simply humping by the Gap Band from back in the day. So I'm still going to be pumping out those old school joints throughout my episodes. And again, season number three, episode number 110. This train is still rolling along the tracks, baby. L.A. Courtside Podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter at L.A. Courtside Pod. Follow me on Twitter, baby, and get that perspective on L.A. Clipper and L.A. Lake of Basketball. I was on... Uh, Twitter last night and I tell you what the Laker fans unraveling already don't jump off the cliff Laker fans please don't do that you know I love all y'all it's gonna be all right well at least we hope it's gonna be all right you heard in the opening in that opening song I put a couple of clips in there of Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp 
And of course, Stephen A. Smith, you know, he just tells it like it is. Yeah, that Lakers not going anywhere. That's what he says. And then Shannon Sharp, you know, and these are not hot takes at all. You know, everybody's feeling pretty much the same way about this Lakers team, at least after one game anyway. Shannon Sharp says, he, he, he tells Skip Bayless, he says, hey, look, man, the Lakers, all they did was get rid of a bunch of old guys who couldn't shoot and defend and brought in a bunch of new guys who can't shoot and defend. Those two takes are not hot takes by Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp. Pretty much everyone feels that way about the Lakers team right about now. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Who are you going to get? I tell you what, I'm going to talk about uh, Rob Palinka here uh, shortly. But, you know, watching that game last night, man, it was like having a root canal, man. It was like going to the dentist, sitting in that chair, looking at all of those instruments that the dentist and the, the hygienist or whatever, whatever they're called, you know, putting all those tools in front of you. You ever go to the dentist and look at all those little tools and they've got like 20 of them that all look the same with a little curve, little point at the end. And you're thinking, you know, what the hell are you going to do with all of that? You know, you're going to go in my mouth and just start drilling and start making me feel uncomfortable. You know, that's why I want to take a, you know, anytime I go to the dentist, I, I get the get the gas, baby, so I can just relax and be in, on cloud nine where I really can't feel anything. You know, don't have much emotions. That's a, kind of the way I was feeling last night. That was hard to watch. It was like sitting in the dentist chair, getting a root canal, watching this Lakers squad. As Shannon Sharp just mentioned, got rid of some old guys, couldn't shoot and defend. Now you got some younger guys, can't shoot and defend. This team is bereft of three-point shooting. It's plain and simple. Hell, a blind man can see that. You know, other than Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, this is going to be the same old song, I believe, that we're going to be singing all year for this Lakers team. You're going to have some great games from LeBron James as he marches towards the scoring title over Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know, that may be the only saving grace for this Lakers team all year is watching LeBron James break that record. You're going to have some games from Anthony Davis. Pretty much like he had last night. Anthony Davis didn't play all that bad last night. He was 10 of 22. Six rebounds. Four steals. A block. Three turnovers. 27 points. Not bad. The dude did fall on the floor four times. Have you ever, ever in your life watching basketball? I don't care if it's high school, college, AAU, you know, CYO, NBA, Europe League. Have you ever seen someone fall on the floor so many times? And every time he falls on the floor, we all hold our collective breath because we think the guy's going to be injured. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just clumsiness. You know, back in the day, we used to call guys like that, you know, a gump. You guys remember that back in the day? So, oh, man, that guy's a gump. Gump meaning, you know, clumsy. I don't know if the guy's just clumsy or not, if he just has bad luck. All I know is he's on the floor all the time. I tease, I tease my buddies all the time. What's going to be the over-under on Anthony Davis falling to the floor? I normally start that at like 3.5. You know, you got to put the hook in there, that .5 hook in there. So last night it was the over. He fell about four times on the floor, but luckily he did not get hurt. 
And of course, the Mercurial was arrest. Brooke didn't play all that badly last night. Did shoot an air ball, had a dumb technical foul. But he was 7 out of 12 from the floor. Made a three-point shot, 10 rebounds, three assists, four turnovers. You know, he didn't get off on a good start on the on the turnover uh, category. But he scored 19 points. But after that, it's crickets, man, on this basketball team. I'm sorry, Laker fans. It's, it's crickets. And after one game, you know, for the most part, when seasons start after one game, you can't discern what's a, what a team is going to do after one game. You really can't. But in this Lakers uh, situation here, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. They started, of course, Davis, James, Westbrook. Many people thought Westbrook was going to come off the bench. That didn't happen. I think Darvin Ham needs to pull that trigger. Rayla, not it's going to work or not, who knows. But, hey, nothing else is working for this team ever since the beginning of last year. Brought in Patrick Beverly, started. He and uh, Lonnie Walker started. Those guys played a combined, what is I'm looking at the stats here, 54 minutes. Was a combined three of 12, one of eight from beyond the arc, a total of eight points. Five personal fouls by Patrick Beverly. I have the guy walked off the bench and started fouling. A couple of fouls early, went to the bench, came back out. Another foul, and I'm not sure who told Patrick Beverly he can hit three-point shots. He shot five of them. If that's what the Lakers are counting on for this year, I mean, you could forget it. You could forget it. The playing game is not even within reach. If that's what you're going to hang your hat on, I'm sure there's going to be some change. Darvin Ham is going to make a lot of adjustments, of course. Matt Ryan, guy made the team. He made the team out of necessity. He played 18 minutes. Matt Ryan. The kid that went to three different colleges. Is there a reason why he went to three different colleges? He made one three-point shot. You know, he played in the in the uh, exhibition season, on the preseason, played pretty well, but they had to keep him out of necessity. He's really their only, or at least in the preseason he was, their only consistent three-point shooter. Austin Reeves, 16 minutes, he didn't give you much, made one basket. Kendrick Nunn, I, you know, I was, on, again, I was on Twitter last night and, you know, a lot of Laker fans were questioning Kendrick Nunn and what he's going to bring to the team. And I said, man, don't be surprised if this guy is doesn't end up being, I'm not saying he's going to end up being a starter or any kind of all-star or anything like that. I think he's going to be a pretty nice addition to the team. Glad he's over that bone bruise that he had last year. Never known anybody to be out for an entire year with a bone bruise, but I guess it must have been very, very serious. It had to be, of course, but he was five out of nine from the field. Not bad. Three out of six from beyond the arc, 13 points. The rest of the team, Wayne Gabriel, I mean, uh, Toscano, 14 minutes, zero points. The best part of that game for, uh, for Toscano is when he got his ring. Of course, he played for Golden State last year. His mother was in the stands, and uh, his mother, I guess he let his mother wear his ring during the game, and she showed the ring off. Really, really nice ring, of course, with those yellow yellow and white diamonds. Really, really nice. Really, really nice. And they showed a little clip of him going over there hugging her. Oh, I love you, Mom, and I love you, son, and blah, blah, blah. That was the best moment for Toscano because he sure didn't do a damn thing on the court. I tell you what, who was a nice babe that was sitting next to his mother? I don't know if that was his sister or his girlfriend or somebody. Boy, she looked, she was beautiful. Anyway, that was a highlight of Toscano. 
last night. You know, Darvin Ham, new coach, new expectations, says all the right things. Hey, we want to play fast. We want to play up-tempo. We want to be defensive-minded. Frank Vogel was defensive-minded. Where'd that get you? And, and, and playing fast and, you know, doing what? Who's going to – you still have – you still have LeBron James and, and Russell Westbrook just does not make a good combination on the floor together. That's it. They're both too ball dominant. Uh, we've talked about this ad nauseum last year. They're both too ball dominant. They do not fit round peg square hole situation. Talked about this all last year. Not just me, everybody, all of you Los Angeles Lakers fans talked about the same thing. You have a certain core group of Russell Westbrook uh, uh, lovers out there that, that, you know, typically says, hey, it's not Russell Westbrook's fault that the Lakers are faltering. And I'm not about to put the whole thing on Russell Westbrook myself. All I'm saying is, is the fit is just not there. If you bring him off the bench and then you bring in uh, one of the bigger guys, like a Wayne Gabriel maybe, to play center, or or you find you a center from somewhere because it's really not one on his squad, be honest with you, Damian Jones didn't even play. DNP, coach's decision. But, you know, maybe he's hurt or something like that. I'm not sure. But if you put Westbrook on the bench, you bring in somebody like a Damian Jones, let Westbrook come in there and run with the second team. Westbrook, if you want to be the man, you want to be dominant, you want to be ball dominant, you want the ball in your hands, you want to facilitate, come off the bench with the second team. Did you hear the ridiculous statement that Westbrook uh, said last night when he was being interviewed? about his uh, tweaking his hamstring. He actually said he thought the main reason for that was he came off the bench in that last preseason game against the Sacramento Kings. I'm not going to call the guy a liar, okay? I'm not going to do that. You know, he has too much to lose if, if teams, if NBA teams uh, in the league are uh, thinking that, hey, man, this guy's just a liar. He's just, he's just doing this or faking injuries just so he can get out of L.A., he said, I'm paraphrasing here, that uh, his preparation for the game uh, coming off the bench is a little different than starting, and that may be. That may be true. But you mean to tell me because of that, that's why you tweaked your hamstring? Really? There's a lot of NBA players over the years that have been in the league for 14 years, just like Westbrook, and their, um, their, their skills have diminished somewhat. And uh, the coach say, hey, man, it's better for you to come off the bench. I don't remember ever a, a, another player saying that I hurt myself because I'm, I came off the bench. So now NBA teams around Lee say, see, see this guy, he's just, he's a mercurial Westbrook. He's a problem. He's an issue. I don't want to deal with it. That's why a guy has no trade value. He has no trade value. All these trade talks about Westbrook, Going to the Indiana Pacers, you know, Buddy Hield and whomever else Pacers going to give up. Pacers want those two first-round draft choices from the Lakers. Lakers are saying no go. Polinka says, no, you're not going to have that. So guess what, Polinka? You're stuck with Westbrook for the entire year unless Jeannie Buss wants to buy him out at the end of the year. But what's the point of doing that unless the Lakers are just totally out of it, totally out of it by, let's say, game number 20, and they're – wallowing at about 5 and 15 or something like that, then the, the, the wheels are going to come off the wagon. He could just forget about it. You know, whatever happens, happens at that point. 
they, they may empty the cupboard at that point, trade Anthony Davis. You know, LeBron James, who knows? Who knows? And and, and that Laker organization, I tell you what, Jeannie Buss, I think, is a fantastic owner. I may, you know, sometimes I think that she may be getting the wrong advice from people. You know, the, the, the Rambi, Rambi is plural for Rambis. Linda and Kurt Rambis, is she getting advice from them? Is she getting advice from Phil Jackson? Palinka, is he just running the whole show? Heck, does Maggie Johnson, you know, still have a, you know, a little say-so and some things that happen at Lakers organization? I don't know. Who are you going to point the finger at? But this Lakers organization right now, they're, they're just wallowing in obscurity. There is too many good teams in the Western Conference for them to overcome. And with the team that they have, the chemistry is just out of whack. And it's just going to be a long season. I said I was going to talk about Palinka, And I'll just say this about Palinka. Now, he did sign a four-year extension. You know, Kobe Bryant's best friend from, from all reports. They were really, really good friends. I don't know if they were best friends. But Kobe Bryant was really fond of this guy. And maybe that's why Jeannie Buss is fond of him. But I tell you what, man, you knew coming into this season what you had. You did not have any shooting, any. Who on this team can shoot? And I, you, I'm not going to compare the Golden, I'm sorry, the Laker players to the Golden State Warriors players as far as shooting. There's nobody on the Lakers team, of course, that can shoot. You know, of course, like, you know, they're not even going to mention Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and all of that, but not even like a Andrew Wiggins. You know, Jordan Poole, Moses Moody. Divincenzo, N- nobody on that team can shoot like that, not even close. But there could have been some opportunities in the offseason to pick up some shooters from somewhere. I mean, I, hey, Palenka, you're the GM. You're the one making all that loot, baby. You put together this particular team that you have. And as Shannon Sharp said, you just got rid of some old guys who can't shoot and defend for some new guys that can't shoot. And, or defend. Other than Kendrick Nunn, from what I saw last night, hey, maybe they can put in Max Christie, the the uh, rookie from Michigan State. Shot his first ever NBA shot in a regular season and made it a three-pointer. He's a rookie, though. Not going to expect anything out of him. Not going to expect anything out of Pippen Jr. Nothing. So, Lakers, where where do you go from here? Again, you know, technically or, you know, you want to wait until after 20 games to really see where this team or you can get a determination of where this team may end up at the end of the year. You're not going to do it after one game. You're not really going to do it after five games. They have a really, really rough schedule. The only victories I see, I believe they play Utah twice. I don't have their schedule right in front of me, but I believe they play Utah twice. They play Denver twice. And they play the L.A. Clippers on Thursday. L.A. Clippers, who's the second part of this podcast. Well, let me take that back. They're not second. They're not second. I talk about the Lakers and the Clippers, both equally. So, Clippers, you know, don't get your panties in a bunch now. Don't get your panties in a bunch. You're going to get plenty of airtime on this show. But they play the Clippers on Thursday, and I'm going to just preview that particular game real quick in the second segment. But right now, Laker fans, I don't know. I don't know. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? They made a little a little comeback. You know, we call those fake comebacks, though. 
in the third quarter or in the, uh, in the fourth quarter, actually. They got as close as, I want to say, around 10 points or something like that. But you know, no one thought the Lakers were going to actually win that game. Late third quarter, early fourth quarter, the, the, the uh, Golden State Warriors, they was throwing blows. They was throwing overhand right hands trying to put the Lakers away. I mean, they were coming down just shooting threes like it was going out of style. Good thing they didn't make 60% of them or something like that. I mean, they started jacking them up big time. They may have missed about, say, three or four of them in a row, or this game would have been much uglier than it ended up being. So, uh, again, 20 games. 20 games. Let's see what this team is at after 20 games. You know, we're not going to panic. Laker Nation, Lake Show out there. Keep the faith, baby. We're not going to panic. It's the L.A. Lakers, for God's sakes. Tinseltown, Hollywood, Lake Show, LeBron James going after the record. Let's see where they're at after. You know, maybe the chemistry will come together. Dennis Schroeder is not on his team. And even if he was, well, he's on a team, but he's hurt. That's what I meant to say. But even if he was out there on the floor, he's not like a great three-point shooter or anything like that, but he can give you some offense. He can at least do that. So maybe when he gets back, I would even think about starting him over Patrick Beverly. I mean, come on. Every time Patrick Beverly shoots that ball, man, he just, he just, it's like you shake your head. And last night he didn't look like the defensive dog that, you know, that he's advertised to be. Then, of course, again, they're playing a Golden State Warriors. So you really couldn't expect too much last night from the Lakers. They played as best they can. One thing that they didn't do is give up, though. You have those young guys, and they, they were really playing balls out toward the end. They were just severely, severely overmatched. So, Laker fans, again, let's just wait after 20 games, see where this team is at, and we'll go from there. We'll go from there. So my second segment, again, I'm going to just briefly preview the Thursday game between the Lakers and the Clippers. But before I do that, here's a word from our two sponsors, again, DraftKings and Raycon Earbuds. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. So tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA money line bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Now check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place a stepped up same game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Check it out, man. If you bet on the Lakers last night, you took that plus seven and a half points, you would have lost. So check it out, fans. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Hey, what's up, what's up, my L.A. fam? Hey, check it out. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of sports podcasts, especially, of course, my partners over at the Basketball Podcast Network. The Basketball Podcast Network is a growing network and represented by every team in the NBA. And it's been great. And one reason it's been so great to listen to, because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. 
Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust and believe on that. Raycon gives you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Three customizable sound profiles are part of the features. Earbud tap functions, noise isolation, which I love, awareness mode. And check it out, fam. You guys know I'm strictly old school when it comes to music. And when I'm working out, I have my Raycon buzz on and I'm listening to old school tunes such as this one. Check it out. Crank it up a little bit, DJ. If you don't, attack from the back to the rear. March. My name is the one. Some people call me the phone. Sports fam again, LA Ray Harris, host of LA Corsair Podcast. Little, little Parliament Funkadelic for you. Theme from the Black Hole. Man, I just love this shit, man. This was the shit back in the day. Parliament Funkadelic theme from the Black Hole. All around the world for the funk. Keep your day job, Ray. Keep your day job, baby. So, again, as you just heard, our sponsors are DraftKings Sportsbook and Raycon. Earbuds. Check them earbuds out, man. Earbuds is off the chain. Ray J is an original, I think he's a co-owner. Matter of fact, yes, he's a co-owner of these earbuds. Really, really high quality earbuds. Go check them out. So, second segment. Again, my LA fam, I just briefly wanted to talk about the upcoming game on Thursday. LA Clippers, LA Lakers, Crypto.com Arena. Let the trolling begin. Let the trolling begin. Let's get it out the way. Flippers, fakers, all that jazz. You guys know me. I'm not into that, but just go ahead and get that out of the way. Now, as far as the game goes, again, as I mentioned in the first segment, as far as the LA Lakers go, it's early. Early in the season. It's going to be a big, even though it's early, it's going to be a big game. You know the Lakers don't want to lose to the Clippers. You know the Clippers don't want to lose to the Lakers. Clippers may have that mentality, hey, the Lakers look like they're down. Let's put, put our foot on their proverbial necks. But, hey, Clipper fans, you have the squad this year. There's no question about that. I don't think any rational L.A. Laker basketball fan will stand up in front of you and say that they have a better team, even when healthy, than L.A. Clippers. If they're saying that, they're lying. But, you know, that's why they call them fans. They're fanatics, and it's okay. But, you know, most knowledgeable people and rational people, they know that this L.A. Clippers team, this particular version of the L.A. Clippers is a better basketball team. Now, L.A. Clippers, Clip Joint, Clipaholics, Clipper Nation, you got the team. There's no excuses this year. Just about everyone is picking you to go to the Western Conference Finals to, place, uh, to face the Golden State Warriors and a possibility of going to your first NBA championship series and winning your first ever NBA championship. 
this is it. No excuses. And, and health is going to be a big factor with them too, of course. As long as they stay healthy, they should make it to the Western Conference Finals. No excuses. No excuses. But the Crosstown rivalry starts on Thursday. As far as a prediction goes, hell, the, the Clippers have beaten the Lakers. Something like, I don't know, 36 out of the last, no, 32 out of the last, 38 times. Something ridiculous like that. But, of course, it was all in the regular season. Hell, I'd like for these team, two teams to at least meet in the playoffs one time. Playoffs? You're talking about playoffs? Playoffs? Meet in the playoffs one. At least that would make it pretty exciting for the you know, city of Los Angeles. So we'll see. But big game on Thursday. Lakers, Clippers. I don't know. Early prediction. I would say the Clippers will probably win the game, but who knows? That's why they play the game. That's why they play the game. So we'll see what happens. So with that, folks, I'm going to close it out right now. Uh, my next episode probably won't be until next Monday because I'm going on vacation this weekend. I'm going down to New Orleans. Me and my wife celebrate my anniversary and my birthday coming up. Maybe I'll find Zion down there and see how his ankle's doing while I'm down there in New Orleans. But uh, Monday, episode number 111 will drop. And, of course, I will talk about the game that happened on Thursday and uh, other games that the Lakers and Clippers will have played before Monday. So with that, again, my L.A. fam, I uh, thank you for listening. Uh, it's really, really been a pleasure doing this podcast for the last three years. Season number three. Season number three gets off to a roaring start. And wherever you get your podcast from, whatever platform you use, whether it's uh, Spotify or Odyssey or Apple, wherever you get it from, make sure you just look up L.A. Courts App Podcast and subscribe to it, and you won't miss any further episodes down the line. With that, my L.A. Sports fam, until the next time, peace. Everybody boogie down, boogie down.